Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And I wanted to, on this episode, discuss how not to be a yes man or yes woman, and really, maybe more importantly, how to show and prove in the interview process how how you are not somebody that is a yes man or a yes woman. Because I can assure you, one of the things that people that are if, if you're talking with somebody that is actually the person that's going to be hiring you and potentially working with you, they want to know if you're a yes man or a yes woman. And one of the, I think there's a number of reasons for that. One of them being is that if you are ever to run a territory in medical sales or probably any sales position and you have your own customers, if you are a yes man or a yes woman to a fault, your customers are going to run over you. They're going to take advantage of you, okay? They're going to walk all over you if you're a yes man or a yes woman. So you need to be able to prove to the people that are hiring you or potentially going to hire you that you are not somebody that is a yes man or a yes woman. Now, to clarify, that does not mean, obviously, that if your boss or manager asks you to do something, you're going to tell them no because you don't want to do it right? Like just so we're clear on what a yes man and yes woman is, that has nothing to do with some you being asked to do something by your company and you saying, no, I don't want to do that. You know, you're an associate rep and you're working for a territory manager and a territory manager says, hey, I need you to do this. And you're like, no, I'm not a yes man, right? Or a yes woman. That's not what that means. What that means is when I, as the territory manager or I, as your boss, ask your opinion on something, I need to know that I'm going to get your honest opinion and not just what you think I want you to say, right? Like whatever you think that I want to hear, you need to be sure, or I need to be confident that when I ask you a question, you're telling me your honest thoughts and you're not just giving me the PC answer that you think I'm going to like, or that you think I want to hear, right? Like that is, that is fundamentally being like not being a yes man or yes woman. I need to know that when I ask you something and I'm like legitimate, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I'm going to get your honest opinion about it. You're not going to just be telling me some version of what you think or something that you don't agree with at all. And you're just telling me that because you think it's what I want to hear. Okay. Like that is, in my opinion, one of the quickest ways that you are going to lose out on opportunities. You need to prove to them, to the people that you're interviewing with, that you're not a yes man or a yes woman. Because they need somebody to to contend with. And if I am the manager, even if I'm hiring for an associate rep position, at some level, I'm thinking long-term, thinking, how is this person going to do as a territory manager? How are you going to do at converting customers and being the front line with our customers? If I think that you're just a yes man or yes woman, my concern or one of my concerns 
is that when you're actually in front of the customer, you're just going to default to saying yes. Like whatever they ask. You're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to run over there. Oh, you need to drive an hour out of your way to go help them with some small issue that can wait. You need to be able to tell them, hey, sorry, I can't get to that today. I will get to it when I can. I'll make sure that you guys are, you know, like whatever the scenario is, you can't be somebody that is strictly a yes woman or a yes man where you just default to whatever the customer wants because they will walk all over you. And so that's one of the things that they're going to be thinking about in the interview process. So with that being said, and as I have kind of spent a long time outlining it, hopefully you have an understanding of where my head's at with this and where I'm coming from with this is that how do you actually prove to the person that you're interviewing with that you are somebody that is not a yes man or a yes woman. And I was actually, you know, there's, this is a, a while back. I was having a conversation with, um, she's actually my sister-in-law and she works at uh, a large organization out on the West coast. And she was interviewing for a position. And so we were talking about it. She was asking my opinion, you know, asking what I thought about things. And I gave her essentially this advice because I think especially, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, especially for, uh, for women, women have more of a, um, they're less likely from a personality standpoint to be confrontational, just like, you know, as a general rule of thumb. And so what I, the advice I gave to her is like, if I am like interviewing you to be on my team, I want to know that you're not just going to tell me what you think I want to hear, that you're actually going to tell me your honest opinion, because I want you to add value to this team. Like at some level, there are things that are going to come up along the way where I need your input. I need your intellect. I need your opinion. I need to know what you actually think about something. And I need to have confidence that if I'm going to ask you a question, that I'm going to get a straight, honest answer about what you truly think, even if it's going to be in disagreement with me. Like that's obviously the kind of at the root understanding of this is that when I say, here is my thought on this, what do you think about that? I need to know that you have the stones to tell me, I don't think that's the right way to approach it, right? Like at some level, you've got to be able to use your judgment on when that is and is not appropriate, right? But I need to have the confidence that if this is something important, this is actually an important decision, or we're, we're talking about an important subject um, that actually affects the business big picture, I need to know that you, as the other person that I'm interviewing or that I'm hiring, you have the stones to tell me, even if I tell you, hey, this is what I think, you need, I need to know that you're going to be able to tell me, mm, I don't think that's the right way. I actually think we should be doing this, right? Because you need that good dialogue. Like in business, you need to be able to have productive like disagreements. You need to be able to talk things out. Like that's you're going to have differing opinions on many subjects with the people that you work with. And, you know, just obviously, <laughs> obviously across the board on any number of subjects, but especially on the business itself. You know, if you're an associate rep and you're working for a territory manager, like you're going to have differing opinions on who should be doing what and where you should be focusing your time and effort and who you should be calling on and who the important people are that you should be talking with or trying to get in front of you're going to have those types of disagreements or differing opinions, let's say. What you need to be able to do is prove to that territory manager that in a very, in a respectful way, you're 
you're the type of person that's willing to give them your honest feedback. And so the, that's the advice that I gave to my uh, sister-in-law. And, you know, I, I don't know, I have to ask her and follow up with her on it, but I think it was actually helpful and, and, um, kind of something she hadn't really thought about, but, uh, it, it was really the technique of how do you actually do that in the interview process. And this is what, here is my thought process on this. And this is what I have done in the interviews that I've had. This is what I've recommended to other people. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Um, you know, I don't have, I don't have a white paper telling you that if you do this, this, you know, this is the technique I use for it though. And I think it works well. And I think it's, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it and I've actually implemented it on my end. And I think that it works well. And here's, here's how this is going to work. And it's going to be a little bit vague because it's hard for me to pull out specific examples based on, because when you're going to be in the interview process, you know, I don't know which company you're interviewing with. I don't know which products you're going to be selling. Are you doing inside sales? Are you doing outside sales? Are you a territory manager? Are you associate rep? Are you an actual like regional manager or whatever? So you're going to have to understand the concept, understand the framework, and then figure it out for kind of your situation. But this is how I, I have implemented it to prove to the people that I'm interviewing with that I'm not a yes man or yes woman. If they ask me a legitimate question about what my thought is, even when I'm disagreeing, if I have a different opinion about what we should be doing, I will communicate it. And I do it this way. Even if, right, like you're sitting in the interview, even if it's a topic or a subject where you believe that you are in agreement with the person that is interviewing you, right? Like, I don't know, let me use a, a simple example to make, to make the point. You think that the harder you work, the luckier you get, right? Like that's, let's just say that that's kind of the, the topic. The person that you're interviewing with probably thinks that exact same thing, right? Like if you ask them, hey, do you think that it's true? Or would you say that it's true that the harder you work, the luckier you get? They probably are going to say, yeah, that kind of makes sense. It's kind of a cliche saying, but the harder you work, the more opportunities you're going to have in front of customers, the better chance you're going to have of being in the right place at the right time to get lucky. So therefore, you and the person you're interviewing with are probably in agreement on that. The difference is anything like that that can come up in the interview process where they're going to be asking you questions or it's an opportunity for you to bring up a topic or a subject. If you think that the answer that you're going to give is going to be the same answer that they would give, you have to be the one that says it first and communicates that this is how I think about things. And then you're asking essentially, are they in agreement with you? So it's not a situation where you want to ask them, and I'm just gonna use this very basic example to hopefully uh, give you a taste for the concept. You're not gonna ask them, hey, you know, my thoughts on, on sales are, or that would be the wrong way. I was gonna say it the way that I would do it. You don't wanna do it this way. You don't wanna say, hey, what do you think about for sales reps um, that the harder they work, the luckier they get. Would you say you agree with that? And they say, well, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. You say, and then you come back and say, yeah, I, I agree with that too. That, that seems right to me. And like, you're trying to use that topic as a way to communicate what you're all about and the way that you think and the way that you operate, but you're letting them say it first and then you're agreeing with them. So to prove that you are somebody that is not a yes man or yes woman, 
you have to be bringing up these types of topics in the interview process, giving them your opinion or your take or, you know, whatever, this is how I think about things. And then ask them, you know, what are your thoughts on that? And they're probably going to say like, yeah, I totally agree with that. But because you said it first, because you came out and said it and communicated it first, they're going to be like, oh, like consciously or subconsciously, they're going to say, this person will tell me how they actually think, right? Like it can't be a situation where, and as I'm going through this podcast, I realize that maybe that, you know, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Maybe that's a bad example. I'll hopefully on the fly be able to come up with something productive or be able to remember one of the techniques that I used or things I've thought about. But um, the situation is that when these types of opportunities or subjects come up in the interview process, it cannot be that they say what they think and then you agree with it, right? That's, that's just the exact example of you know, being a yes man or yes woman. And it doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. Like you might be giving your honest opinion and you're like, yeah, I do agree with that. But you're trying to show that you're not a yes man or yes woman. So that's why you have to be the one to bring it up. So they can't say like, here's how I would break down a territory, right? Like, let's say you're, this might be a better example. Let me give you, give it to you this way. I think generally under, it's, it's going to be generally understood and generally agreed upon that, like, as you're entering a territory, if you are the territory manager and you're coming into a new territory, what you're going to try to do is solidify the business that you currently have and then identify the low-hanging fruit, right? Like, who are the customers that we can go get early and often, right? Like, there's going to be varying degrees of profitability in customers. Like you're going to have some customers that could be huge for you, but it's going to take you a while to get them. And then you're going to have other customers that are going to be not nearly as big of customers, but you could probably convert them a lot in a lot shorter period of time. And so especially early on, what you're trying to do as you're maintaining the business that you currently have and solidifying that because you're the new rep, you also then are trying to identify what is the low hanging fruit in the territory that I can go get and start converting that and start really developing and gaining momentum in the territory, right? Like you probably don't want to go after the biggest fish early, especially if it's going to take you six months or longer to convert them because then your management is going to be like, uh, what the heck's going on? They want to see results like right, wrong, or indifferent. Most people are driven by short-term metrics. So they want to see those short-term results. So the way that you want to really develop that territory, at least in the short term, is you start putting the pieces in place for the big, big picture customers. In, but you have a short term game, t- game plan and a long term game plan, you're you're making sure that you're trying to solidify business currently, then you're attacking the low hanging fruit, like let's get those customers converted, let's, let's go, you know, convert those easy customers early, even though they're not high dollar customers, while we're working on the bigger customers, right? Like that's kind of generally thought of as like, the right approach. Okay, what you don't want to happen in the interview process is the person that you're interviewing with tell you that strategy and then you say, yeah, I agree with that. Like, even if you do agree with that, what you want to do is you want to tell them that strategy and make them agree with you. Because then if, as long as you're bringing it up, even if you're going to be in total agreement, They're going to be like, yeah, that is exactly how I would do it too. Like you're not, even in this scenario, you're not telling them something that is like different than what they think. You're not 
it's not a situation where, you know, at, like I, I talked about at the beginning, you know, being a yes man or yes woman is about when they ask your opinion on something and you're in disagreement, you don't think the way they, they think you're going to be, have the stones to tell them that the way that you communicate that is by showing them in the interview that you're willing to speak your mind about what you think is the right way to do things. Even if you're in total agreement, the fact that you lead with it, the fact that you tell them first, and instead of saying, hey, what are your thoughts on developing a territory as, an, as a you know, young rep? You're going to say, here's how I would break down and focus on developing a territory. You know, if maybe they want to talk about a 30, 60, 90 day plan, whatever. You're going to be in the interview process. You're going to tell them, hey, you know, at some point, whenever <laughs> it's hard for me to make a transition and, and tell you exactly how you're going to transition into this. But based on the flow of the interview, at some point it's going to come up. You're going to have an opportunity to bring up. This is how I would develop. And this is how I think about developing a territory. You know, like I under, in even if you're an associate rep hiring for an associate rep position. Hey, look, I understand I'm an associate rep. But just so you understand kind of how I think about developing and growing the business, this is kind of how I think about things. When what I want to do so that I can add value to you, the territory manager, is understand what is the business that we currently have so that we can solidify that. Like I need to support you in solidifying the business we currently have and supporting that. Like I understand that that's my fundamental objective. But then the way that I'm thinking about it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but the way that I'm thinking about it is, we need to then go find what is the low-hanging fruit in the territory. Who are the doctors? Who are the customers? Who are the administrators that we can get in front of and start getting some wins? How can we convert those customers? Even if they're not high-dollar customers, like it's cool. I understand. We've got bigger customers in the territory that we would like to convert, but that's going to take a little while. And so the way that I think about it, and tell me if I'm wrong, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page here. The way I'm thinking about it is we get those we identify who the, who the low-hanging fruit customers are, and we start attacking them early, and then we're putting in time with those customers that, you know, they're going to be the bigger fish in the pond in our territory, right? Like, would you agree with that? Is that how you're approaching the territory? I want to make sure that I'm being an asset for you. We just need to be on the same page there. That's how I think about things. Like, if you understand what I just did there, I essentially flipped into if I was doing the, being the person, if I was the person being interviewed, that's how I would communicate it. I'm telling this territory manager who's interviewing me for an associate rep position, I'm telling him, this is how I think about growing, maintaining, and developing a territory. Is that where you're coming from also? I want to make sure that we're on the same page. The fact that I lead with that and tell him, this is how I think about things. This is how I operate. This is how my brain works. This is what I think about developing a territory. This is how my mind works. Because I led with that and I didn't wait for him to tell me that same exact thing and then I agree with it. Like, he's like, you know, because if, if, if the roles are flipped and you're, you're an associate rep getting interviewed for, you know, with a territory manager who's going to hire you, let's say. And that territory manager says, here's how we do things. I need you to come in and solidify the business up front. Like the customers that we have, I need you to be able to spend time with those customers, get confidence from those customers that you can support them and service them so that I can then go out and grow the business. And, you know, in your free time, you're going to be identifying the low hanging fruit, who are the customers that we can, you know, go get, or what is the additional business that we can get from current customers, et cetera. Like if 
the territory manager is telling me that, then I'm like, yeah, okay, I totally agree with that. I'm on the same page. That's, that's exactly how I think, right? That could be total BS because every single person that's interviewing with that person, if, if the territory manager is saying, this is how we're going to do things, and you're just agreeing with it, it could be total BS. You could, you could think like, no, I'm not good with that. That's not how I operate. The reason why you want to flip it and you tell them is because you're going to show them, number one, that they're in agreement with how to approach the business, which is going to be a good thing, but you're not going to be a, a yes man or a yes woman. You're actually going to tell them, here's how I think. Here's how I operate. Oh, funny, funny you say it that way because I would have said the exact same thing. Like, that's a good thing. But because you lead with it, that's you showing them that when they come to you asking for your honest opinion, you're going to give it to them. Because in the interview process, you gave them your honest opinion before they asked for it. You prove to them that you have the stones to tell them, hey, this is how I think about things, right? And like, use whatever example that comes to mind. That's a better example than what I started with. So apologize for that. You know, make it applicable to whatever you're doing and selling and whatever you're interviewing for. But take the opportunity in the interview process to give them your opinion on, on any subject that's relevant. Even if you think that the, even if you think that it's super basic and they're probably, they would say the exact same thing. The reason that you say it first is because you're showing them that you're somebody that is not a yes man or yes woman. They're going to trust you a lot more. You're going to stand out. Like you're going to be totally different than the person that just asks them a question, they say, no, yeah, I agree with that. Like, no, 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 let me tell you how I think. And then you tell me if, if you're in agreement with that, or what would you change based on what I just told you? Or here's how I think about things. Tell me how you're thinking about it differently. Oh, you don't, (laughs) right? Like you might say the exact same thing, but the fact that I brought it up first proves that I have the stones to be able to tell you those things. So that's kind of how I, that's how I actually implement it in the interview process when I'm interviewing with people. I need to prove to them that I'm not a yes man or yes woman. And I do that by telling them ahead of time, here is how I think and operate. Would you agree with it? And then they're like, yeah, of course I do. But the fact that I brought it up first is the difference maker. So that's how you, that's how I would recommend. And I have recommended, I've done it and I've recommended it to other people. And now I'm recommending it to you. That is one way that you can prove to the people that you're interviewing with that you are not a yes man or yes woman. So let me know what you guys think of that technique. And if you've tried it and if not, try it. And I know that it's actually going to make a huge difference for you. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.